We're live. Okay. That's what it says. Okay. I cannot see our... Uh, oh, wow. Wow. We went live with the clap as well. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, we... <laughs> Good work. Oh, well. I don't, I don't think so, actually. That, now, now you're giving people, like, insight in how we actually record yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, we had to have that little behind-the-scenes section. <laughs> the whole show is a behind-the-scenes section, though. <laughs> Pretty much. I should have cleaned my office. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned my office. Yeah, hey, where's your green screen? That's in, that's on the, on my attic. That's in my, in my office. It's actually still standing there. My, my, my son used it to, like, make pictures and then with, like, my my wife and it's like Paw Patrol stuff and all that. He loves it. Very exciting nice. stuff. And here's also Podcats. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so um, what were we going to talk? We usually have a joke. We didn't prepare anything today. Oh, we didn't. Even, yeah, you see, the problem is Samson was late. The last show we're ever doing, and Samson's late. I mean, I, I feel like I should be surprised, but I'm not. Well, he was he was online early, like half an hour early, but then like five minutes before the show, his computer went down, and yeah, <laughs> and he was late. My computer won't boot. It's seriously, and then he's like, "Oh, well, Panda is using Windows, but at least Windows works." Oh, <laughs> man, you're gonna get hacked now. Good work. Uh... At least you're not getting you're not gonna get hacked live, right? You don't know. It, it might. might. I have so many computers around here. I'm not saying they're all window all windows. Mm -hmm. Sure. Someone someone needs to get hacked live on the show, otherwise we we won't have made it. <laughs> so what's the joke? The joke was you being late again. <laughs> but that's like tradition. <laughs> Okay, someone uh, just said Panda is so thin. Okay, I obviously haven't seen me in the last year or something. Because yeah, it's been... well, that's obviously your sock puppet. So <laughs> okay, um, I, I guess we should start. We actually have some topics. We should start with the but intro. Should we, should I guess. we play? You just play the intro. I mean, is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, should we do that? Down. Yeah. Do you have a new intro? No. Did you mute it? Don't forget to mute us. Are we muted? No, don't distract him. He's working and concentrating. Can you hear us now? <laughs> Am I talking through the song? I can hear you. Uh, no, wait. I haven't. I haven't played it yet. Magical crypto. The best thing to do is simply to huddle. What's a young pony to do in a sea of shady ICOs? A lion's courage can light up even the darkness of shadows. Unlike the corporate suits, the whale panda is wise. A chicken. The moon while soaring in the skies As Bitcoin sees new all-time highs All around you see big block heads crypto The best thing to do is simply to huddle And welcome to the last live Magical Crypto Friends show. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a bit weird. But, I mean, we, 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 um, we pulled everyone say, through the bear market. So You say, you say that it's going to be a... You say, you say it's going to be a bit weird as if our shows have ever been normal. <laughs> no, but I mean, like leaving like that but, but at the same time we, we you have to like keep in mind that we started in a bull market in 2017 and we went through the entire bear market so now it's it's up to other people to take our place i think will panda just made a bunch of really good trades and now he doesn't need to do this anymore just yeah just forget and, this and I've, I've stopped uh, i've stopped doing interpretive dance so you know i can't really continue with this <laughs> We need someone else to take over the interpretive dance routine. I think oh, I sure. do one last one. No, All right? <laughs> no. But what I am going to do, what I am going to do in this episode is uh, to commemorate our show, our final show. I'm going to have 
a 30-year-old whiskey. And I wanted to drink a 12-year-old whiskey, but too bad that Kelvin ran off with all the 12-year-olds. So, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I, I, luckily, I have an 18-year-old Delmore, which is the best one. All I have is coffee. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah, I mean, for, you know, I don't know. I don't know what time zone you guys are on, but it's, you know, if it's too early for you to drink, that's fine. For Whale Panda and I, you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to pour one out for the Magical Crypto friends. <laughs> By pour one out, I mean pour one out into our mouths. Actually, I didn't think about this, but uh, since we're drinking alcohol on screen, is it, does that make it, like, not kid-friendly? We've never been kid-friendly. I mean, friendly. it'll probably, this, this video will probably be demonetized. But I mean, you know, that's fine. Like, I think I think our total that we that we made from YouTube over three years is like a hundred and ten dollars. So yeah, something like that. And, and, and actually, we didn't claim it. It went to Fluffy's pockets because I haven't seen a dime of it. <laughs> we haven't claimed it because the Ethereum fees are too high. Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> okay, so um, should we actually talk about the real topic now? What is the real topic? Well, basically, in the last three years, we covered every topic multiple times. Uh, and you see everything coming back now, for example. What's coming back the last couple of days? Tetherfud. Okay, I was not but, going for that one, but... Can I raise a topic that we probably... That we don't have on our list that we probably should cover first? Why we're canceling the and, show? Yes, why we're, why we're stopping the show. I'm just, I mean, we could talk about Tether, but maybe as a starting point, we should just you know, talk about that. Sure. I covered it. We've said everything in the last three years and everything's coming back. So if you want to like, if you want to see what like the, the FUD is about, um, about Tether or about uh, Bitcoin wasting energy, just go back to one of our old shows and we discussed it there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. I do think, I mean, look, I, I want to say from, from my perspective, I have had a, an incredible amount of fun with this. Um, I've really enjoyed spending time with you guys. Um, I guess my only regret is that we're all, we've all been collectively busy um, during the bear market and you know now as well. And it's become increasingly more difficult to schedule time. You'd think that scheduling an hour in a month is pretty easy, but uh, we're in different time zones, we're busy, and it's become ever more difficult and I really I, I wish that we'd been like on the same time zone and it had been easier because I would have loved to have have done this like every week with you guys it's been a privilege and an honor and I've had just a tremendous amount of fun yeah likewise but it, yeah I don't know why it's so hard to schedule a time to do it but it's just been getting more and more tedious and I figured maybe it's better we go with a formal bang than a fizzle yeah, well, the time zone really makes it really hard. All the, like, Especially, like, uh, yeah, three, three different time zones. Um, and, and like I said, I mean, I mean, I had a lot of fun discussing everything with, with you guys. Um, you know, two friends and uh, acquaintance. acquaintance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, everything has to end at some point. And, um, I mean, we're in a bull market now. We pulled everyone through. Um, so you're welcome, really. Well, I think also we, we kind of started this to fight FUD too, right? Back in 2017, there wasn't that much uh, coverage addressing issues or explaining how things really work. We just came off of uh, Segwit2x and I think uh, we were kind of expecting more stuff to happen, but it didn't. But these days, there's a lot of people addressing FUD. There's uh, a lot of people uh, clearing things up clearing up misconceptions and I don't know I don't think we need to do that anymore yeah and and I mean with the with the advent of things like um, have fun staying poor you now no longer need to explain things to no coiners yeah you can just use an animated gif <laughs> thank you Udi well we started this as like the four biggest troll right I think we're no longer the four biggest trolls so oh well we've yeah. softer with yeah I think we no, can just softer. A Ethereum people have taken over that role now, you know, saying things like Ethereum is money. I mean, how do you compete with that? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. But I think we're also running out of dad jokes. Three years of dad <laughs> jokes is a lot. It is. It's, it's, been, it's been an effort. It's been, it's been a team effort. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, the real reason why we're splitting is because it's over a girl, right? It's always over a girl. <laughs> yeah, don't tell Will Panda's wife. <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> or Charlie's wife or my wife. I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> don't tell Lena either. You know, it's problematic. Yeah. Okay. So, did we address everything? Did we? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, and I guess, like, you know, will we ever get back together and do a show in the future? Who knows? But, uh, you know, we're, we're ending. Wait, 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 wait. So if you want to have, a, like, if you want to have all four of us together, uh, have a show to get done. Um, so that's about uh, three BTC for each of us. Um, you yes. can contact Samson and you can fly us out if you want to fly us out. Uh, first class, please. Yeah. Uh, Five star hotel. Um, yeah. We'll even, we'll even do it remotely. You know, we have no problem doing it remotely. We've got, you know, great video setups. Um, yes, our hourly rate is high, but the content is well worth it. The recycled content. You, then, and then, why, then why don't we have more uh, views? I mean, <laughs> if it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we accomplished a lot over the three years. We did two conferences, one real conference and one VR conference. I think we broke a lot of ground in the VR sector doing that. And I believe MCC, the physical conference, was pretty well received. So I think we did a good job. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bit of a shame. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame that we couldn't COVID. do a second physical one. Uh, and we still have like a lot of swag from that. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We're only canceling the live show. We're not. We didn't say we're canceling the conferences, right? Wink, wink. Yeah. We also didn't say we're canceling the pre-recorded show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you know, we'll like like we'll still uh, we'll still find ways of doing things together in the future. You know, I mean, um, I. I am an investor in Samson's game, so I have to you do all stuff are. with Samson. Yeah, we all are. Can't get away from that. Forced it all. And you forced me to invest in INX, so we're stuck there too. <laughs> Definitely not peer pressure. Peer pressure. No, not at all. Also, um, Ricardo and I are going to do a spin-off. Um, it's going to be on Amazon. Um, <laughs> it's called Grand Tour 2. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna drive around a bit with, with cars through Africa. I mean, yes. great concept. That actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, we only we're not gonna share the video with anyone except like our family and friends. But still, I mean, <laughs> loads of fun. So I guess we should we actually talk about something serious or not? Yeah, we should. We, yeah, we should. I mean, you know, I think we've we've covered the uh, we've covered that part in in detail. We should move on to actual content. Otherwise, this is going to be like the shortest show in our history. True. Okay, so um, tether fud. Yeah, there's more of it, and it's the same fud. So, so there was this article that was written by someone who doesn't understand um, the how crypto works, and it's got a lot of. Um, attention from a lot of people like uh, even like Raul Paul was like tweeting about it and um, the, guy that was, and... the guy that was saying have an open mind about Ripple yeah uh, like that guy a week before Ripple went down uh, yeah him I remember him so anyway, anyway it's, it's, it's what the, the article made no sense whatsoever um, but it, it was like a long article so people tend to believe what was written there. Um, except for everyone who like can think critically and understands the bits about the crypto markets, I guess. Well, but surprisingly. The, the thing is that th th this comes back like every couple of months even. It's not even years. I mean, I mean, this comes back every couple of months and it's so tiresome, really. Yeah, the, the guy that made the Adam Backus Satoshi video, what's his name again? Barely... Barely something, barely sociable. Yeah, yeah. He's jumping in on it too, and he's saying he's like really? he's bandwagoning onto the tether fund. So he might make a video about it sometime soon. 
Well, someone was saying I read that made a lot of sense. If there's really any merit to the to the tether、um, fund, then the market will react would have reacted accordingly, and tether prices would be lower than than other than you one dollar, right? Yeah, that's kind so, of how markets work. Yeah, you figured someone would know, and <laughs> they would trade. Especially trade considering like all、away. the all the, all the big OTC desks and all the big exchanges are using it. I mean, if there is like any doubt about it, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing yeah, too is the, go ahead. Highly regulated. Yeah, I mean the if there's if there's any、um, concern with if they didn't if there's any issue with the banks not having enough dollar, then the regulators would really be like shutting them down. Yeah, the other thing too is if there was a problem,、uh, then Bitcoin price would spike because people need to exit tether and go into something else. So then we would see a massive pump. As people are trying to exit on those markets, the BTC USDT markets. No, they're actually going to te- they're going to exit into Litecoin, not Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they tell me. And they they would exit、uh, through Monero, but Monero is being delisted everywhere, so that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, Ricardo, this, you're you're on mute or something. I, this I is the real、you. reason that we're ending the show. Ricardo's got to go back full time to Monero and get it relisted. <laughs> <laughs> You're back. Yeah, that's not the reason.、Um, but yeah, I think I think to to Charlie's well, I mean to the points that that everyone's made as well. I think it's it, it would be an incredible feat for them to have convinced people to put billions of dollars、um, into an IOU that is unbanked, unbacked, and and I mean, sure, you know, like I could I could buy I can buy the argument that. They're,、um, you know, some of it's created out of thin air, or it's only, you know, it's not entirely backed or whatever. I could buy that as an argument, but the argument that I'm hearing is it's entirely unbacked. So, like, and this makes no sense to me. Like, firstly, you know, like they printed twenty-five billion dollars worth of IOUs for no one. Okay, they just printed them out of thin air. And no one's tried to redeem them. No one in years has tried to redeem them. Like that makes no sense. I, I mean, like the, the whole argument is just—it's like built on this hill of weirdness and this mountain of weirdness. And the minute you start poking holes at it, the argument falls apart. And then they go, "Oh well, you know, we'll see. Ha ha ha. We'll see with what happens to the Bitcoin price." No, no. They they say that. Oh, Paulo is paying you off. You're you're. Being... Oh yes. Well,、yeah. actually, Samsung is being paid by、uh, Tether. So, yeah,、uh, Tether invested one million into Infinite Fleet. <laughs> you know, the day before that press release came out, I messaged the team and said, "Get ready for Tether truthers to come at you." <laughs> But I think Wait, I, what、so、I find fascinating is like Tether to invest into your company. Yeah, that's the part <laughs> I'm really upset with Paulo about. You know, given that he can print it out of thin air, why didn't he just print eight million and fill the whole round? Why be so cheap and only print one million? I, I mean, I just, I just feel like the, like you know, there's better things to do with,、uh, with their time. I mean, if they, if, if you've got, if you've got billions of dollars of cash in the bank, the amount of money that you're earning at even the worst interest rate is enough to like cover a team of like thirty people to, to do all of the cool things. So why would you want to go and like scam on top of that? Yeah, they're, they're making bank. The problem is that they, I think they just want some free tether. Like maybe they're doing it so that、uh, tether will just send them some and say, "Here, look, it's real, and you can redeem it." Kind of <laughs> like that. The, the, what's that guy that posted? Like、um, someone without tether redeeming it would prove it that、uh, it's real, right? That was like a brilliant message. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes total sense. <laughs> Have fun staying poor, Tether Truthers. It's the same as the flat earthers. I think they really want a free ride up in a rocket ship to see the Earth is round. That's got to be their reason. <laughs> hey, hey, Elon. The Earth is flat. Prove me wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes it makes sense actually. Okay, I think we we talked enough about Tether now. What else do we have to talk about?、Um, I guess we. Energy waste. Yeah, exactly. That Bitcoin <laughs> is boiling the oceans、right. again. 
We only discussed this like three or four times already on the show. Yeah, uh, but they're it's never come up. It's the first time like, that we've that ever discussed one this. Random guy tweeting about it. I don't know why people. It wasn't. No, even no, like... no, no. It it was one random guy that tweeted about it. He got like a lot of um, retweets and likes, and he blocked like he locked his uh, tweets, which is very annoying, Samson. Uh, so people cannot uh, <laughs> reply awesome. to it. You could retweet <laughs> um, it. So so yeah, and and but but he was not the only one. I I saw an article today, and there was like a podcast as well um, from the what was it the, the UK uh, newspaper, the Daily Mail or something like that. I don't I don't remember. Anyway, it's coming up more again because Bitcoin is more in the media now uh, because we're high. It happens in every bull market. I think it's just you just expect it, right? And then when there's a bear market you talk about people talk about mining death spiral <laughs> that's why like we're repeating ourselves because every just like goes in circles we just talk about the same thing over and over again maybe we're stuck in the matrix and it just replays itself over and over and over exactly so um i don't think we really really needed to address this anymore but overall how much percent like how much what are those percentage last year or something 70 more than 70 percent was uh, from renewables um so it will just keep increasing because miners want to find the cheapest electricity and the cheapest electricity are renewables mm-hmm. at blockstream we use nuclear power is that better for the guy but i, I mean but but I, I what i feel like they're lacking um, at least from a, an understanding perspective, is like right now, if you take like the Tesla solar roof, like there's so much demand that the wait list to just get a quote on a price for a Tesla solar roof in the US is like three months. So people at home want to install Tesla solar roof. Why? Because they want to save money on their electricity. So you're telling me that miners whose sole monthly, almost sole monthly cost is electricity, they're going to go like, oh, no, I'm quite happy paying the, the electricity provider to just give me electricity. They're not going to invest in, you know, solar or other renewables. I mean, it, it's illogical. Why would, like, people at home be demanding renewable energy for their house and then miners are like, oh, no, I'm quite happy, you know, paying the government for that. That makes zero sense. But solar is actually not the cheapest. Hydro. No, I know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, like you know, it's it it like the the race is to try and reduce your monthly yes. cost yes. as a company. You know, you want to reduce your overhead so you make more profit. How do you do that? Well, okay. Well, if we spend X amount up front, we can reduce our monthly overheads by like ninety percent. Great idea. Let's do that. How do we do that? We buy hydro or wind or whatever. You know, I mean, it makes total sense. I don't understand why this is so difficult to understand. The, stupid power thing is so boring as an argument <laughs> yeah but it, it generally renewables are cheaper so it tends yeah. to be mostly renewables because it's cheaper end of story but uh, I don't know. these guys just, I, uh, I wonder if we're if we're going into a bull market i wonder or i mean if we are going into a bull market that's pretty clear but i mean i wonder how long it's going to be until we get china banning bitcoin again <laughs> i'll check and get back to you <laughs> I mean, they they might, right? They're releasing their own own coin. Oh, can so you just ask uh, Shihan? Can I just ban Bitcoin? <laughs> but they won't ban Litecoin, right? Nah, they like yeah. Litecoin. Or Monero. They won't. They won't ban Monero. Right? by a Chinese guy, so. So uh, actually, now now that I mentioned Shihan, apparently he's back and he's working on a Bcash project. I saw something about it yesterday. Did you Good know about him? Them? I didn't. Which Bcash? There's two Bcashes now. It, are there? I don't know. Didn't they split? And then there's like ah uh, yeah yeah, but that one is is basically dead. is that is that one even going? It's still going on. I don't know. The, Who cares? The tax <laughs> one. Like I don't. I didn't hear anything about that. See, here's the other thing too. We used to care more about these stupid projects, and now I think we don't care as much. So we can't even talk about them. You know, you know that Bitcash is now number eight on uh, CoinGecko, and Litecoin is number seven, and Monero is number fifteen. Sadly. Congrats on this, Charlie. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we have all these other random coins being above Litecoin now. Yeah, Polkadot, Cardano, Ripple also still. Oh, actually, we, we should should we talk about Ripple? I don't know. 
Uh, what's we already there to talked say? about Ripple last time, didn't we? It's a security. I've been it, saying that for years. It is a security. Actually, a lot well, of them are probably securities. Not yet. We don't know for sure yet. No, we know. Um, yeah. We, we had another topic. Wait. Wait. Did we finish the mining topic? Well, the well, I think about the mining say something thing about is mining? Someone, one of the suggestions that the guy, I think one of the guys, one of the things I read is to, he said to like, to kill Bitcoin, all they need to do is like raise taxes on, on inefficient energy usage. All right. So the thing they don't realize is if you just make energy more, more expensive, it actually doesn't really do anything to Bitcoin. Like the hash rate will, will go down, but Bitcoin will just, the difficulty argument would just take over and, and set the difficulty lower. Everything would just work out fine if there's just less people mining. So yeah. Bitcoin would handle that perfectly. Uh, plus, I guess we might as well say it again. But you know, there's a lot of cost to gold mining, a lot of cost to fiat printing. That's probably more opaque than Bitcoin mining, where you can't just multiply it out. But you know, no one ever thinks of those costs. I I've been talking to people about um, the cost of swiping a credit card. I mean, not only like are, are all the rare earth metals and whatever else the dude was saying required for all the stupid credit card readers, which by the way, get upgraded relatively regularly. Um, but also your card, like your card has an expiry. It has a literal expiry date on it. And, and that's a piece of, that is a chunk of plastic and the mag stripe and the chip and pin. So I'm only the little chip for the chip and pin. Like, I mean, there's so much money spent on credit cards. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's incomparable, actually. And yeah. also, the plastic of the credit card is killing turtles in the sea. Right. Yeah, how do you dispose of that stuff safely? Yeah. You kill the turtles. Yeah, then there's the cost of... Bitcoin uh, doesn't kill turtles. That's the yeah. tagline. <laughs> you have to fill the ATMs with cash, truck it around. You have to pay for security, pay for electricity. There's, like, tons of additional costs to fiat economies that no one tries to add up but it's easy to say bitcoin you know hash rate is this multiply out and figure out how much how much uh, carbon we're producing but in in that thread i mean just to just to sort of change subject slightly he also went went on about how like why are we burning all of this uh electricity just so that polar bears can buy fentanyl or something along those lines i mean that's that's the other thing that I find surprising is in 2021, people are still talking about Bitcoin being used for criminal activity, which of course it is, but it's such a small percentage. It's significantly less than the dollar is used for criminal activity that it's not even an exciting or interesting stat. You know what I mean? Why, why is that still a thing? Do people honestly think that MicroStrategy and, and other listed companies would be buying uh, Bitcoin to put on their balance sheet if it was primarily used for criminal activities. You're just upset they didn't advertise Monero for criminal activities. I am very upset. Yeah, <laughs> that ship sailed. Stealing your thunder. Keep... Stealing your thunder. Yeah, exactly. The the biggest uh, darknet market dropped Bitcoin and is now only accepting uh, Monero. So I really? guess Ricardo's shilling Con worked. Congrats on that. <laughs> well, I mean, Ricardo's running that market, so I mean. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, we're live, Charlie. So, we don't we don't yeah. get to edit this stuff out. Take it back. <laughs> so no, I'm not. Um, no, it, I mean, I was I was kind of. I mean, look, I don't really follow darknet markets, so I don't know what the stats are. Um, it is. It, on the one hand, it's a little bit humorous to me because I have, for a few years, had to deal with the occasional. Bitcoin maximalist saying, ha ha, how can Monero be a crime, uh, be a, a, a coin for privacy when all the darknet markets are only using Bitcoin? And so now this happens. And I've, I feel like finding all of them in my old Twitter history and being like, ha ha, how can Bitcoin be permissionless and anti-censorship when it's not even being accepted on this darknet market? But I don't really have the energy for that. It's just too much. Okay, Ricardo, you can go into voice acting now. <laughs> what, what, was that the in, in impression of Mr. Hovel? No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like between Tone Vase and Safety and Mr. Hoddle, somewhere in that circle. Throw it off. Uh, so actually, we, we uh, did we cover everything here? Because uh, I had another topic. 
GPTC. So uh, Grayscale is open again and they've been buying Bitcoin like crazy. Last 30 days was 60,000 BTC that was added to their uh, balance sheet, which is, um, was more than 60 day, no, wait, it was 60K. No, it was 30K. Let me check. See, so this is why the, the, whis the whiskey is starting to work already. Yeah, this is, this is why we prepare for the show. This so it's actually 60k. <laughs> so it's 60k. So that's actually more than uh, 66 days of uh, of new um, Bitcoin being coins. mined. Yeah. You're welcome. So that, that's more than two months of, of Bitcoin being mined. That's crazy. Just yesterday they had 16,000 uh, uh, 16, BTC, which is 18 days of mining. But how do we know they're not buying that with uh, printed money out of thin air? Well, it's all printed money, right? Yeah. yeah, I would like to know where is the GBTC FUD? How come there's Tether FUD and no one's going like, GBTC hasn't fully backed the, the, the Bitcoin that they're buying? Yeah, where's the audited financials? Yeah, but if you think about it, it is being bought by printed money. It's being bought by <laughs> US dollar. So. We should demand that Barry show us the, the audited financials. Mm-hmm. Or at least Roger goes to their office and sits there and tells everyone that they're fully backed. The craziest thing about GPTC is that the Bitcoins they buy, they never sell. There's, it's, there's, it's like a one-way street. They can, they can only get bigger and bigger of the, of the pie. It's kind of crazy. I mean, um, how many do they have now? Let me check. 600,000. They have like a few percent. Six, 632,000. Yeah. 3%. Yeah, that's crazy, and if yeah, they keep going like this, it, it will be insane. Like, buy Bitcoin faster, or you will not have any left. Basically, well, we've been saying that for years. Yeah. Um. So, so do you actually think that that uh, GPTC is a positive thing, or is a bad thing, since they own such a large percent percentage of uh, the Bitcoin? Who you How can it be bad? What's What's bad about it? Well, because they if, control so much. Yeah. If you If you had like a two X situation again. They have a large influence on the market, right? I mean, they have a large influence on the market if we're doing like coin-weighted voting. But yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they don't really have a large influence, right? It's, yeah, we're not doing like it's not a proof of stake or anything. So, so you're saying we should switch to proof of stake? I mean, like they can, they can, they can swing their bat around and be like, "We have so much Bitcoin, you should listen to us." But when has that ever happened? I mean, like, you know, literally, the, you know, the, with uh, with Segwit2x, they had this like sh signed sheet of this little slip of paper, and they were like, "Look at all the people that support us. You need to listen to us. Look at all the exchanges." And everyone was like, "No, no, bro, no, we're not listening to you." So I'm just trying to understand, like. I mean, they, how much, they, they don't have influence at all. No one's going to listen to them. They've got to listen to everyone else. Yeah, but if you project it out into the future, like what it could be in 10 years, you could have someone with that little sheet of paper saying, you know, GPTC and MicroStrategy and everyone, we have 10% of the supply and we say this. But, you know. Well, the, the or, or else what? Have, or else the what? They'll they dump on it. A, on a fork is that they will dump the, the fork they don't like, yeah. right? Which would kill the price of, on that fork. So that's kind of the influence they have. Yeah, I mean that's assuming that's assuming a fork. Okay, so so think about this. They'd have to uh, get the software modified. Okay, fine. They can hire some devs to modify the software. Then they'd have to get all of the all of the people on their side to run that piece of software. Fine. Well, they have to make sure the software doesn't have an off by one bug. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very difficult. This is that's, difficult. That's key. Then they have to get a bunch of mining power. Okay, that now it starts to become difficult because now you've got to convince miners that there's going to be a fork and you're going to be on the winning side, and that has not historically played out particularly well. Well, a lot of these companies could be in mining in ten years if we're talking on a ten-year time horizon. So DCG has a mining division now. So you know. We'll see how it goes, but definitely I don't think it's a good thing that you concentrate a lot of Bitcoin in several custodial services. It is true though, because like with, with GPC, you can't actually like pull out your Bitcoins. Unlike Coinbase, for example, if everyone like pulls their Bitcoin out, out of Coinbase and Coinbase won't have that many, that many Bitcoins. 
well, they just shut it off and go down. So, so how do you exit GBTC? You sell on the You market. don't. You, you just dump the you shares. Can't, you can't exit your Bitcoin. Right? You awesome. can't. The Bitcoins that they have, it's it's stuck in their trust. Yeah. The only way, like, they shut down their XRP trust, and that's like the I think the only way where they would sell the underlying asset is if they couldn't shut have happened to nicer people. So sad to hear that happened. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the XRP army. How do you feel that they have like a Horizon Trust and a Zcash Trust and they don't have an Aero Trust? And they have, an, they have an Ethereum Classic Trust. I think that was... I think Barry's, Barry's very focused. Yeah. Well, because Barry was a big fan of Ethereum Classic, but the whole Horizon Trust thing just boggles my mind. I don't even know what Horizon is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I think if they're trying to, if their aim was um, privacy coins are a segment and we want to target them, uh, Horizon and Zcash are odd choices. I mean, it, it was is almost Horizon like a, a privacy coin. I, I think Horizon's a fork of Zcash. I'm, I'm, I'm Zcash well, Classic, right? What's uh, the classic re- one? Rebranded to Horizon. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was. I'm, it was I'm a Zcash. Even Google it. I think it was a Zcash fork without the the dev tax, and then they uh, the Zcash people went after them for cop, uh, for trademark infringements, so they had to rebrand. Oh, uh, okay. But still, I mean, it's basically your entire assumption is that Zcash will succeed, so therefore the fork will succeed, because that's worked out particularly well for Bcash and ETC. Do they have? A, they don't have a Stellar Lumens Trust, though. They might. They might. They might. Actually, they do. I think they do. Okay. They, they ha- yes, they do. They have a Stellar. Uh... So yeah. So so then then the principle is back the thing that will succeed, but also back the scammy fork in case that thing succeeds. Hedging your therefore, bets. Therefore, that's why they they have a Litecoin trust, right? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> so yeah, why don't they have a Feathercoin trust? I mean, that's the Litecoin fork that uh, that you want, right? <laughs> well, you want the Dogecoin trust. Yeah. Dogecoin actually has some legs. Yeah, it does. Literally. What do you mean, literally? Because it's a because it's a dog, and dogs on, have four Charlie. legs. It's a dad joke, Charlie. Okay. Jeez. Get with the program. It's been three years. Yes, we're, we're tired of the dad jokes. Okay. Like so, Litecoin um... has wings. <laughs> no. See, there, uh, there are cer- certain things that I will not miss about the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I, I th- think we're through the through with the, the topic, so I guess we can take some questions from people in the chat. Oh, people in the chat, what questions do you have? Oh, someone asked, where do Grayscale buy? That's an excellent question. Is it, um, well, first of all, they don't necessarily buy. They also just accept BTC. So if you have like BTC and you in kind, to, yeah, you can uh, contribute in kind, and you can basically dump after six months uh, and collect premium. And I then with that premium, and then you can buy more BTC if you if it's still premium. It can like repeat the process, but it takes about six can months. They actually can you actually um, send them US dollar for to get any their trust? I, I think they they, they work and, together and they with uh, Coinbase. Coins. No, they work together with Deltek. Dun dun dun. <laughs> the anti tether fud begins. <laughs> For people who don't know, Deltek is a bank that's uh, working together with Tether. So that was the joke. Because I don't think everyone understands what what Deltek is. That's part of the tether fud. Just don't get into exactly. It. Just don't. Just roll with it. Roll with it. Okay. So uh, then this, this, cac- this is cacti a very good question. Oh, okay. You're gonna go. Yeah, you do it. Well, Patty, yeah. you do it. I'm taking your 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 role. When is Tari going mainnet? That's an excellent question, and thank you, kind Cacti One Hundred One, for pumping Tari. Um, so Tari's not <laughs> going mainnet anytime soon, because there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see Tari go mainnet, but there is legitimately a lot of work to be done. Uh, it turns out writing something from scratch and doing it securely is kind of difficult um, and takes a long time. Who knew? 
it's so weird that you know I know everyone expected Tari to launch like in six months, uh, but it turns out hard things are hard. So gonna take a little 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 bit longer. A little bit longer. So in the next five years. In five years. (laughs) I don't. I think that's that is an overly uh, aggressive timeline. Okay, since (laughs) since I bought some coins, please let it be in a bull market, Rick. Like Wait, you, you either this bull market or the next one, but don't launch it like Tezos in a bear market because then everything goes to shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't have control over when it launches. The community decides. Boom. So there are some questions about the next uh, MCC or if there's going to be an MCC conference. Well, I don't think so because there's still uh, COVID, uh, which messed up our conference last year. And uh, so don't expect it this year. Yeah. And then someone's asking, are you guys leaving Twitter? Um, so no, not yet. But in all honesty, um, I would be surprised if all of us are still on Twitter by the end of the year uh, for various reasons. Uh, Twitter, the platform, is getting kind of gross. Um, and also, like, you know, tweeting itself is getting kind of gross. Yeah, everyone's replying with, have fun staying poor and stuff like that. It's really... Not nice anymore. Personally, I'd like to quit Twitter, but uh, I just use it to advertise my stuff, like Blockstream stuff or Infinite Fleet stuff. Yeah, I and I and I I feel you, Samson, because that's that's kind of the reason that I'm on as well. But I I think that uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be surprised if uh, if Twitter retains its um its power from that perspective for significantly longer. So at some point, it'll be okay. Well, who's gonna replace Twitter though? I don't think they're going anywhere. Like no one's really like. Well, the um, Mastodon I'm going is getting on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, Panda, the TikTok investor. Well, Mastodon is getting some traction. Bitcoin hackers and some uh, traction. You mean like? Well, no, but, but I mean, <laughs> most Char- Charlie, are you know, on. you know what? I mean, in fairness, in fairness, like you just reading the comments on this YouTube uh, stream. There are a significant number of people that have been uh, banned from Twitter, and not banned from Twitter for any conceivable reason. I mean, our, our moderator on the chat, Bitcoin Jayco Nine, which, by the way, Bitcoin Jayco Nine, thanks for your service. I really appreciate it. You've been great. Um, but yeah, he's he hasn't been able to get on Twitter for like two months. There are a significant number of people that are struggling to use Twitter for no conceivable reason. They have no political affiliation. Um, they just get reported because they angered the XRP army and they don't have a blue tick. And so I, I think that alternative platforms like Mastodon are going to get some traction, just like Signal got some traction when WhatsApp decided to change their terms of service, and that's a good thing. Yeah, but I don't see Twitter getting dethroned anytime soon. No, like- not, not dethroned. I mean, WhatsApp's not getting dethroned by Signal. But but several million users moving across is a significant enough number that you're not in an echo chamber. Yeah, but chat apps are a bit different. You kind of need to be on the same platform. But for social media, you can syndicate to different ones. So like, I think I've got my thing set up now. So if I post something, it'll go to both Twitter and Mastodon. And then, you know, I have similar, like, I, I don't run most of my accounts myself, like my Chinese ones, like someone else is running it. And, you know, I've delegated a lot of different functions out, so I don't need to do too much. But maybe the future is, you know, you're on many platforms, but just pushing out to all of them from some other location. Wasn't there a period of time where like Twitter had like a, a you know, like an automatic repost to Facebook thing that you could just turn on pretty trivially? I don't know if that's still a thing, or was it the other way around? In Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I want to change my answer. I'm not going on TikTok. I'm going on OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, I would I would pay ten dollars a month to watch you on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, another question: uh, Will Charlie go on CNBC again? Um, if they ask me, the thing is, people always like talk about like why am I not going on CNBC? Well, I don't just like decide when I go on CNBC. They have to ask me. And, re- <laughs> and Charlie's they- like, "Hey CNBC, I'm like I'm free on Wednesday." And I like they won't. They likely won't ask me in, until like we hit. A, we're like near the peak, like peak um, crypto this this cycle, right? 
That's what happened last time, right? It's not Litecoin price didn't go up because I went on CNBC. I went on CNBC because Litecoin already like exploded. So that's what's going to happen again this time around. And but then then again, I might not go. I might just be like, nah, not worth it. We'll see. <laughs> what? Tell them to buy Ripple. <laughs> Was that real? <laughs> I thought the cell part was fake. No, the cell part no, was, cell part, the cell the part part was fake. The cell part was fake. It was, just, yeah. it was still funny, though. The, the, the buy part was, was like three bucks. So it was like the top, basically. Yeah. I'm waiting for Brian Kelly. How to settle with the SEC. <laughs> Someone's asking, um, what is so your wait, take on Tether? Finish, but the, the thing I want to say is, when you do see me on, on CNBC, you know it's near the peak. So that'll be a hint. <laughs> Calling the Top by Charlie Lee. Because that's when, like, when everything's so crazy, right? Everything is so crazy, and then they'll ask, you'll see, like, Fluffy Pony on CNBC talking about Monero, and then you know that's the top. Yeah, it's true. So someone's asking, um, what, do, what do we think of, uh, of Tether? Because um, we haven't answered that yet. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Tether. It's, it's a Tether. What is your take on Tether. Hello, I, I would like to I also don't that. even know what it is for. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's some ERC20 one, or, or I, I don't know. That must be. Do you think Trump will give Craig Wright a pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, okay, this is actually an interesting question. Samson, do you think that liquid cooling ethics are worth it? Liquid the coin, cooling ASICs? That's weird. Liquid network, cooling ASICs? <laughs> yeah, I think... Liquid pays for the refrigeration of the ASICs. I think liquid cooling is okay, but it's difficult to set up. It's not as easy as the shoebox-style miners that you can just throw around, rack up. There's a lot more involved. There's a lot higher capex to build that facility initially and probably more difficult to maintain. So, you know, it's it's an option, but the the way that the mining economy works right now is very centered around this kind of uh, disposable shoebox ASICs. What whatever happened to the um the ones that were suspended in oil and you could like buy a a giant like a gigantic crate thing um a shipping container full of miners and you just plug it into power and internet and off it goes. I don't think that was an oil. That was a whole thing. <laughs> I think it was just a, a container, but there's like lots of containerized solutions. We use containers for Blockstream mining too, but no oil, just air cooling. Well, there's a whole, uh, what's that? Mineral oil. Yeah. There we go. Crypto cooling, immersion liquid cooling systems for ASICs. I mean, that I, I kept seeing pictures of them, um, especially in 2018. And I don't, I don't know if they ever became popular, but isn't the whole idea that you like suspend the ASIC in oil, in mineral oil, and then that just helps with the, the dissipation of heat? Yeah, it just but, uh, it generally improves the life of uh, the chips, but uh, I don't know. It's not that high priority because they'll get obsolete after a while too. It's not like you need to run it for ten years. So, so as a, I mean, here's a question that's not being asked on on our YouTube channel, but like, obviously, we had these massive steps on the mining side, right? We went from what is it, 28 nanometers, and then we like stepped down. Eventually, we had like 40 nanometers. I mean, there's certain. It feels like there's a point where there's diminishing returns, and where there's some sort of equalizing, where instead of it being orders of magnitude better, you're eking out an extra three percent from the next generation. Yeah. So think, when do we hit that? Are we like there already? I think we've already hit it. Yeah, I think we're there already. Yeah. Since uh, I think eight to seven ish is probably where we hit the limit. Like ten is cheap to produce, and anything more than that, you're getting into risky territory where your tapeouts might not have a good yield, or it's just too costly to do the R and D. Like it, it, there's no benefit to being the 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 the, the smallest nanometer chip because you have to invest a lot so the biggest benefit is really bragging rights that we got there first but like bitmain was the first seven nanometers and that wasn't a good thing for them they invested a lot they failed a lot lost a lot of money and you know the the older chips were better at performance 
Cacti101 wants to know, how come you guys aren't on the Kaiser report anymore? Is it because we, we stopped shilling MaxCoin? Is that the problem? I thought it was Starcoin that we stopped shilling. Actually, I don't think I've ever been on the Kaiser report. Have I? I'm trying to remember. Get my buddy Max. Get my, I have. I've, been, I've been mentioned in Vegas. Yeah. Instruments. I've been twice. Good for you. Had a great interview with. I actually really like Max. He's a. He he's very spirited, and I had a great interview with him in in, in Las Vegas a few years ago. Yeah, and he's a fellow investor in Infinite. Yeah, Infinite Fleet alongside you guys. Don't even know the name of your own company anymore. Of your own project. Yeah, Sorry. infinite something. It's better than Simon Dixon calling it infinite feet. <laughs> Samson, any thoughts on the ex-Prime Minister of Canada mentioning Bitcoin as a reserve currency option? I think it's great. Um, you know, Canada is printing a lot of money. We're following in the footsteps of the U.S. And they're trying to pass that on to the average person. If you could set up a national mining operation that could alleviate some of that pressure and of course holding bitcoin is a part of that strategy i think so we'll see where it goes but i don't have much faith in their ability to do anything meaningful and then Armsteez asks what about random x mining facilities what's that i don't know Armsteez. what about random x mining random x is the the uh, proof of work algorithm that monero uses um so it's it's CPU only. It does not do particularly well on GPUs. Um, there's oh, very interesting from a, a a sort of theoretical perspective as to why that is a thing. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I do know a lot of miners, a lot of Ethereum miners, that and and I'm talking about like pools and individuals who are mining Monero on their CPU, and it's I've been. Uh, just an, as an interesting side point, I've been hanging out in the cryptocurrency channel on the Linus Tech Tips Discord um, because, you know, those, those primarily gamers um, and a lot of them are like, well, I'm mining Ethereum on my GPU and I'm using XMRig to mine Monero on my CPU. And uh, and that seems to be a, a very common thread. So I'd, uh, I'm curious to see if that if that trend plays out um, into much larger mining farms that are um, that have very very large sets of GPUs, but uh, yeah, it's anyone's guess. Okay, so one more question that I can address: Are miners selling or holding at this stage of market? Well, um, most of them are still holding, but actually, if you if you want uh, to uh, have a look at it in detail, there is a website Crypto Quaint. Quant.com, and they have a lot of charts like that, so they can they can see like the first um, transaction of, of newly mined uh, bitcoins. If that goes up, usually it means that the miners are sending their coins to exchanges to dump. But in the end, it doesn't Rick, really Rick matter that say much. Something. Uh, this miners... is, it's just 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 a small. It's crypto quant. Quaint is Q U A I N T. Yeah, it's quant. Too late to fix his English. <laughs> I tried, okay? I tried. It's not Qu- AI. Quaint, no, quaint, I. Is like, quaint is like cute. You know, like, oh, oh, look at that. It's so dainty. It's so quaint. I understand it's very confusing, but that extra I makes a difference. Okay. So I. Q-U-A-I-N-T is quaint. It's Q-U-A-N-T. Yes. Yes. Yes, which, stand, which is for short for quantitative analysis. Yes. So, so it's you I said, said, you, said crypto, you said crypto quaint. I said crypto. Uh, no, no, no. This is this is how we break up. This is the this why is we're it. ending this the show. This is where the this, this is where the fight, fight starts. So where we're stuck in Africa in the cars. This is going to be a fun discussion <laughs> in the middle of the desert. Quaint versus quant. But it's Rick's car. <laughs> you can say get out in his Lambo. Why would I be taking a Lambo to the desert? That's what you do every that's day. That's the worst car you have. I mean, a Euros could do okay in a in a desert situation. I'm uh, not ready. I mean, I would probably take like a Land Rover Discovery or even a Series Three or a Land Cruiser. That could be fun. 
Well, you do wear your watch on the wrong hand, so I don't. I can't see it impossible you taking a Lambo into the desert. Or oh, the right hand. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> oh, nice watch. See, that's proof that the Earth is round. It's right on his watch. Exactly. There's no flat Earth on this watch, yo. <laughs> Back to the original question about the if miners are selling. To me, it, does, it actually doesn't really matter because the amount of coins being mined is like nothing compared to the demand out there. So whether or not they're selling or they're holding, it doesn't really move the needle that much. Well, I think it, it, I, I, let me let me phrase this. So good miners aren't selling to pay their electrical electrical costs. They are probably hodling and they might sell when it's opportune. Uh, I think bad miners are over leveraged, overextended, and they need to sell monthly. But that's really bad because you can't control it what price you're selling. So you could go bankrupt pretty quickly that yeah. way. And so they get screws out of the market after a while anyway. So Yeah. So a good miner, they're capitalized enough that they don't care and they can hodl. So it's best to mine and hold for a significant amount of time. And that's what we do at Blockstream. We just mine and hold and we rarely sell, if at all. But um, it's not good to be mining and trying to sell and pay off your electrical costs. And the other part of that question is, it's a bit naive to think if a miner moves something to an exchange that they're they're selling. They could be lending. Um, they could be moving it to derivatives. If that exchange ha has derivative markets, they could be opening up long positions using that as collateral. So you can't just say, okay, someone moved it here and therefore X. You don't know. And you know that's when you get wrecked when you speculate on something that is not a given for sure. Well, so I, so I yeah, that... I, I tend to... Sorry, Will Panda, go ahead. No, I agree that it's not like a sure thing that it means that they're selling the coins, but it's like... It's an indication, at least, uh, when they're selling, when they're sending their coins to an exchange. It just means that at least if they're not moving it, they're likely not selling it. I mean, they, potentially, they could still be selling it even if they don't move it. But so, so maybe as a as a baseline for for people when they think about uh, more professional miners or enterprise miners, whatever you want to call it, I've been involved in several um, larger scale mining operations. And almost all of them have raised money and they've used a portion of the money to buy equipment and a portion of the money to cover electricity for like, I mean, when I say cover electricity, I mean like they've been like, okay, we're using 40% to cover electricity for the next 24 months uh, or longer. So they, they do not, they are not just like your average home miner that spends all of their money on GPUs or ASICs or whatever, and then mines, and at the end of the month goes, oh dear, my electricity bill is like a thousand dollars. I need to sell everything I've mined to cover it. They, you know, they plan for a significant yield over a very long time scale. At least all the the guys I've dealt with. Well, all the good miners, and then the bad miners disappear because they didn't plan. Yep. Oh, sorry for you, Jihan Wu. Bad miners turn into <laughs> traders, like. Like panda. What? <laughs> I don't mind. Uh... So when is the next show? I mean, that's a great question. I feel like we already answered that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Here's one. What's an altcoin you are excited about, specifically the tech? And it, the answer obviously can't be Monero or Litecoin because that's just all liquid because that's just cheating. Bitcoin. He's, it says an altcoin. Bitcoin's an altcoin to Litecoin. <laughs> That's a really Charlie. hard question. There's a hard question, yeah. Um, what's an altcoin you like for the tech? Wait, let me see. hold on. Let me let me check my bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High fives. High fives all around. I like Zcash. I like Zcash for the tech. Uh, for ZK snarks, I have been I have been shilled Chainlink for a long time, and I I still don't understand what Chainlink does. <laughs> Oracle's a database, <laughs> not that Oracle. They're talking the about Oracle, Oracle in the movie Matrix. I'll go with Tron because it's better than Ethereum. 
I, I honestly cannot answer. Well, I, I, if I would have to pick one, I, w- I would probably... One of my bags is like FTT, which makes sense because I think FTX is a pretty good exchange and uh, Sam is adding a lot of stuff. So I would just go for like an exchange coin. So Binance coin. No, not Binance, FTT. Okay. Or Leo, but yeah. Tether, how about that? Yeah, Tether is very innovative. Okay, guys, I'm running out of Actually, batteries. Actually, it is, right? It, it's kind of like created a whole industry. Yeah. Yeah. Will offline Bitcoin transactions revolutionize the ecosystem? Example, Oak, OpenDime or Laura or Locomesh? I mean, is Lightning's an off an uh, offline Bitcoin transaction? The off chain or offline? Offline means offline is like they're talking about Open Dime, right? Where you're just giving someone else your Open Dime. But that then they're doesn't... talking about yeah, but then they're talking about Laura and Lo- well, in separate conversations, Laura and Locomesh. So that's not. I mean, that's not really offline. It's online, but just online on a different network. It's online on something that isn't the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really, really will revolutionize things just because there's an element of trust involved in passing an open dime. Like if you want to mail it, you kind of have to hope that either the guy paid you first or you know, you, you're trusting that they will pay you after. But there's an element of trust there, which I can't see it yeah, making well, it mainstream. Turns the turns into a physical like transaction, which is a lot harder. And it's what yeah. Bitcoin is solving, right? Versus yeah. gold. So. I think it's interesting, but I don't think it's going to be huge. Right? It's it's fun for like small amounts as a novelty. I just can't see it being used in transactional commerce easily. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't imagine you going to Starbucks and being like, "Hello, here's my open dime. You can have it, and I will take a cup of coffee." So they're going to be here's your open dime changes change. <laughs> here's your other <laughs> open dime <to> change. <laughs> exactly, um, and then. And then someone says, uh, did Charlie ever hear back from Warren Buffett? Uh, he did. Yeah. Buffett said he's going to buy some Litecoins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually said Litecoin is rat poison cubed. Good for you. You're winning. Uh, okay, so I, I guess we we're running out of things to talk about. And also I'm running out of veterinary power. So I think we should finish the episode and the show. and. Well, I, I probably should answer that question seriously. So I haven't talked to you, Warren Buffett after after my lunch with him. So he didn't sure, give you sure his, his, his uh, phone number or, or like pager number or whatever he uses. <laughs> his fax number. <laughs> I asked him for his number. Yeah. Have you faxed him? Fa- fax, fax him and just see what happens. I mean, like, I should fax worst him case scenario, him. he faxes back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, if we if we if we're checking out, I just want to say I want to reiterate from earlier, it's been an unreal ride. I've had oodles of fun. I'm sure that there's going to be stuff that we're going to do in future that isn't monthly live shows. Uh, the magical crypto friends brand will never die, because how can something that never lived ever die? Also, we have so much swag. So, I mean, yes, it's gonna die. <laughs> Please buy our, our plush toys. They're well, it's very important that you do that. <laughs> someone suggested to me that we should um, pivot into a cartoon show. We are trying, but some people don't record their voice. What? That's a that is a heinous <laughs> lie. Everyone here in this group of four people record their voice. I'm, At I'm the sure, exact moment that you ask. I'm sure if we pay him, he'll record his voice. Record at an acceptable level of quality. Well, you're not talking about me, right? I think I recorded my voice. So subjective, I agree. I recorded perfectly fine audio like three times, and it's just, Samson's like... Well, Samson said uh, you're uh, supposed uh, to take your uh, iPhone under your covers in your bed and record it that way. Yes, he on he's like he's like put a duvet, put a blanket over you, and then record. Um, That's no. because you guys insist on sitting in front of your wine rack to record, and the audio acoustics are horrible. <laughs> it's usually just a, I I tried it and I just fell asleep, and that was it. And I forgot what I was I was taking a nap. So yeah, that's how it works. 
Let's try again. Otherwise, the short will never come to daylight. So you just have Panda snore in the game or in the in the show, and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't snore. Actually, if you want to kill Magical Crypto, buy all the swag. Then we're done. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> From the salt. Yeah. Hi, Roger. So, um, if you want to kill us... Kill the show, not kill us. Don't kill us, please. <laughs> yeah, it's not been, literally. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, it has. We started this for, for fun, and it's been very fun. I mean, it's still a lot of fun. I don't know why we're, we're quitting. Why are we quitting anyways? Because <laughs> Samson keeps coming late. I, no. I can't do this anymore. I can't do we, this with Samson coming late. We can't schedule with Rick. He's just unavailable all the time. No, I'm the worst. No, I, I am I am a big... Uh, it's definitely part, partly my fault, I'm sure. I think it's partly <laughs> South our, African all time our zones. Yeah, it's just uh, people are getting busy. It's tough. Well... We'll do it. We'll do it again, maybe. Yeah, and maybe we just don't want to be in the public eye that much anymore. You know, what? That's crazy talk, well, Panda. Of course, you want to be super famous, and everyone should know where you live and how much Bitcoin you own. That's super, that's definitely Zero. the way forward. I mean, I lost my open dime with everything on it. In a. Uh, uh-oh, his battery died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was that the was good. Was okay. oh, that God. was fantastic. I guess on that note, we should totally just throw to, you know, like the credits. Yeah. It's been fun, guys. And we'll be back sometime in some day in some form. Maybe we'll have our conference. We'll never know. We'll see. Maybe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.